Welcome to the Magnum Report. I'm your host, Mark Magnum. And before I get started, I would like to say, please subscribe, like, and share this video and also hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on new content. Now, my talking point and my subject for the day is, is Bray Wyatt a problem in WWE right now? And I know people are going to be like, well, I like Bray Wyatt. And you know, I'd like Bray Wyatt at the end of the day too, but what he's currently doing now, I'm not the biggest fan of. When I think of Bray Wyatt, I think of all the different versions that there has been of Bray Wyatt from cult leader Bray Wyatt to, you know, the Mr. Rogers version of Bray Wyatt during the Firefly Funhouse. We've got The Fiend. We've got this version of Bray Wyatt that we currently have right now. So, I mean, there's been different versions. So there's been, you know, enough time to gauge this considering he's been with the company since 2012. So, I mean, he's had a lot of time on the main roster to showcase what he has. And I think in the beginning, when he was the cult leader, I think that was good stuff with him and the, the Wyatt family and all the stuff that they did in that group. I think that's a, you know, when we look at all the factions and the history of WWE, I think that one sometimes gets overlooked when you think of the shield and the bloodline and other factions like evolution and just a lot of the big name factions, DX that were, you know, the nation of domination. There was a lot of different factions that they've had in this company. And I, sometimes I just think that the Wyatt family gets overlooked and I, I want to make sure that that's not, you know, getting overlooked. But I think that, at the end of the day, though, what he's doing right now, I'm not the biggest fan of. And, you know, I think of the cult leader Bray and the Wyatt family being the best thing. And, you know, at first, The Fiend was even pretty good in 2019 when he first started in his first match against Finn Balor at SummerSlam. I thought that was a very good match. But then we got to Hell in a Cell that same year against Seth Rollins for the Universal title. And we did not get the same result. And that kind of soured us all on The Fiend. It kind of soured us on Bray Wyatt. And I don't think he ever came back when he was The Fiend at that point. And it kind of hurt him going forward. And I hate that for him because, like I said, I do like Bray Wyatt. I'm not trying to come on here and sound like I'm hating on him or, you know, trying to throw shade at him or anything like that. But when I look at what he has been and I think of what he is now, it's not what it used to be for me. I'm not as enthralled watching him. I'm not as entertained as I once was watching him. And I think that's a problem. I mean, his promos are confusing. His rivalries right now and matches lately are kind of a disappointment. And, you know, that's my thing. I mean, because I know when they had announced, you know, or when he announced a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown that whoever won between Lashley and Lesnar at Elimination Chamber needs to run. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I I, I, I know I kind of groaned to myself like, oh, God, like not, not Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar. And, you know, you hear the reports that Brock wanted nothing to do with him. And I can see why, because since The Fiend and that Hell in a Cell matchup that him and Seth Rollins had in 2019, it seems like anybody that, you know, has a match with The Fiend or even since then Bray Wyatt, it does something to them and not necessarily in a positive light like Seth Rollins. It kind of hurt him. It, I mean, it went from him being a baby face to where it kind of turned him heel. And you just look at all the people that he's faced throughout that time when he was the fiend after that hell in the cell match. And it seemed like everybody that he wrestled, it seemed like it killed them. I mean, even the Randy Orton rivalry that they had where Bray Wyatt got set on fire, that whole, all of that was 
it, it didn't work. I don't think for anybody. It didn't do, you know, Bray Wyatt any favors. I mean, it might've done Alexa bliss a few favors, but it didn't help him. And it didn't make me want to see what the fiend was going to do next or what Bray Wyatt was going to do next. And I think that's a problem and a, a, a big problem with that. And I mean, at this point now, you know, you look on the internet and fans are split on, you know, whose side they're on, you know, there's some people that are for Bray Wyatt and there's some people that are against, I don't want to say I'm against Bray Wyatt. I'm just not a fan of what he's doing right now. And I'm not going to go online and actively argue with people like some do and troll each other online. But, you know, you look online and there's, there is some people that, you know, look at this and think that, Oh, just, you know, sit it out, wait it out. Let's see what Bray is going to do. And, I'm on that boat. I was in that boat for a while leading into the Royal Rumble until we seen the pitch black match and with LA Knight. And that was not at all a good thing for either guy. I mean, between that and Uncle Howdy missing the elbow drop off the top of the platform onto LA Knight didn't work either. So there's a lot of things there that didn't work. And LA Knight's trying to come out of what happened with that. But just that right there, like I tried to hold out, you know, all my, you know, hesitations. And I was trying to be optimistic. All right, let's see what this pitch black match is after months and months and months of build four months of Bray Wyatt coming out and cutting promos and they were cryptic and, you know, the, you know, follow the rabbit thing, the, you know, the QR codes were all cool leading into him coming back. But since he's returned, he's not drawn my interest. He's not, like I said, that entertaining to me. I still appreciate, appreciate him as a talent, but as an actual, you know, draw or like, I mean, I know that a lot of fans are into him, but I'm, I mean, I'm not that guy right now. And I wish I was because I can think back to a time when Bray Wyatt was one of my favorite guys they had on the roster. And just the, the longer I think he's been on the roster, I mean, he's been on the roster for 10 years. I mean, granted, he was gone for a while, but I mean, he started back in 2012. So you give or take some time. He's been with the company for 10 years and he's been there a long time and it feels like he's, I don't want to say stuck or he's, you know, spinning his wheels or spinning his tires, but I'm not entertained. And I know I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people that do not like what Bray Wyatt is doing right now. And they wish they were doing something else with him, but it is what it is. But my final thoughts on Bray Wyatt is I think he's a talented guy and he's good on the mic. I've always loved Bray Wyatt promos and he's always entertained me. He can work and I just think he's stuck in horror mode. And I know he sells a lot of merchandise, but eventually the bell has to ring. And I know for a lot of people, you know, they're all about some people are about the sports entertainment part of wrestling. And I, I understand that me as a guy that wrestled for 12 years on the indies, I'm sorry, I'm more of the wrestling. When I worked indie shows, it was all about, you know, you might have two decent promo segments the entire show, but we've got to get five, six, seven matches off in two and a half hours. We don't have time for all this, you know, talking and promos and setting up angles. Let's do all our work in the ring. Let's tell the story in the ring and not so much promos and things like that. But and I feel like that the first four months of Bray Wyatt's return, that's all that was. And watching the product from week to week, that's all it is, is, you know, talking. And he's good at that. I'll give him that. But his matches lately, even before he came back, the fans were, you know, everybody had their reservations on certain matches. And, I mean, it changed things. And then him against Goldberg, there's just been so many things that have happened with Bray Wyatt that, 
leave a sour taste in some people's mouths. And I'm one of those guys. And I've, I've tried to be optimistic. I've tried to hold out hope. I've tried to have faith in Bray Wyatt's vision and the company's vision. And I'm just not sold on it. But anyway, you tell me what you guys think. Comment in the comments. Do you think that Bray Wyatt is a problem? Do you think he's fine? I mean, do you think that, you know, maybe I'm overreacting and, or do you think that maybe he needs to try a different gimmick, maybe go to something else, or do you think what he's doing is working? But anyway, like I said, comment in the comments. But before I do get off here, I would like to say, please subscribe to this channel and also subscribe to my other podcasts that I do with my boy, the Cisco kid, the Mark and the fan wrestling podcast, where we talk about all things wrestling from back in the day to present day. We talk about it all. So subscribe to that channel and subscribe to this channel. This has been another edition of the Magnum Report. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next week.